Welcome to Monstrology episode 16! I am your host, one of them, Will King, and I'm joined as always by Madrin McCabe. Hello. Hello! Why do you sound like you're underwater? I do not know! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that I was introducing something like racing! Uh, oh, I, I don't see. know okay. why I insist on doing weird voices at the beginning. Because it's um, funny, and then I can tease you. Yeah, I guess that's the whole, it's 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 structural now. <laughs> I can't change it. Um, it's part of right. format now. <laughs> Imagine, hard-hitting question of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what right is, to it. is the newest monster that you can think of? The most modern monster that you can think of? Probably one of those Pokemon things. Yes, that's so good because it's what I was going to say. And I, <laughs> I didn't think that you were going to say it, but it makes me very happy that you have conceded that Pokemon are the most iconic monsters Well, there's like 300 of, of them or something, right? Yeah. But you can probably name a few and, and you're not even a, a Pokemon person. What's the yellow one? That's, that's Pikachu. Yeah, see, there you go. Pikachu. Yeah. I think that is probably then... the most common modern monster. Because it's not, uh, I mean, they are based on kind of animals and lore and myth and all that stuff. So Pikachu is technically a mouse, but he's a Pokemon. He's not a mouse. He's supposed like, to be a mouse? Well, kind of by Pokemon logic. But, but like Sonic like, is a hedgehog. Pikachu is a bolt Pikachu. things on his back. Indeed. Um, and he's yellow. What kind of mouse is yellow? <laughs> Pikachu's. And, I guess Pikachu's. Yeah. Is Pikachu his name or his species? Uh, well, the, they're all Pokemon, so oh, okay. I don't think they have separate species. Their species is Pokemon. Great, <laughs> okay. There's just one. There's types. They all have different types of the elements, so like fire type, electric type, ghost type, mm, rock, okay. etc. They're all grouped in, in these different um, categories, um, but he is a electric type Pokemon. Pikachu is electric. Oh, I guess maybe that's why he has like lightning bolt stripes. That's right. Exactly. Oh, and his little cheeks are like up. electrical con- conductors. Um, yeah. Anyway, is I, our monster this week a Pikachu? <laughs> no, but our monster today, uh, for listeners who are listening on this day, whenever this comes out, is one of the most modern monsters that we've covered. And we've covered a couple uh, cryptids in this way before, but I think it, it gets the award for being the newest monster on the block and probably will be for another uh, few episodes. Um, this monster is um, very cool. I think it's taken on a, its own little life in, in pop culture in the past few years um, as, as being exciting, as being uh, the newcomer, the, the I guess like cool uh, rebellious monster. Uh, if this was a party, they would arrive late and everyone would be very excited to see them. Today's monster is the Chupacabra.
the easiest way to understand what chupacabra is uh, is to understand what the words mean, I think. And mm -hmm. chupacabra is made up of two Spanish words, uh, chupar, to suck, and cabras, goats. And so it translates quite literally to goat sucker. That's really um, easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. In pop culture, we'll talk about it later, but uh, I think so. Literally, just call them goat suckers is like a casual term. Um, but basically, they are a uh, legendary creature uh, in the folklore of the Americas um, in Puerto Rico and uh, Latin America. Um, I'll go through their appearance first. They often like to paint the picture of what the monster looks like to those who aren't familiar of, uh, with the, the chupacabra. So they're often either dog, lizard, or alien-like. They, they have different, I would say- <laughs> It's very broad. <laughs> yes, but it is like the image is kind of the three of those things weave together. Um, the most common description of a chupacabra is that it's like a reptile-like kind of lizardy skin um, with like leathery, scaly, greenish gray skin. And there's one very specific detail that comes up in all of the different versions that I found is they have spikes running down mm -hmm. their spines. So yeah, I was going to say it's that this, too. These sharp spikes or quills that run from the, down its back from back from the neck to the base of the tail. And that's true of, of all chupacabras. Um, it's approximately three to four feet high and they stand on two feet, but they can run with four, um, kind of like a kangaroo, like they're strong like a kangaroo. Um, and I've also heard in, in some variants that some have two large protruding fangs, uh, kind of like a vampire, which we'll kind of get to in a little bit. And um, some reports indicate three large claws on both the hands and the feet. So you've got this very long, I don't know, kangaroo-like scary monster what's like gray and almost alien-like with claws and teeth and it's this kind of lanky menacing uh body also got some um uh information that it could have like big red eyes i think it's also like in the dark you would see the red eyes maybe coming for you and mm. this is not the first time that we've had this madrin but that the the monster gives off a strong unpleasant sulfur type smell odor odiferous yes yeah. i have read that as well too is well, we that they're quite strongly sulfurous monsters it, i think it must be well, some sort of like hellish connection that yes. we keep getting well, definitely sulfur, like, like the it's, underworld it's it smells of 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 rotting and death and it's very un unpleasant and and so many of these monsters that we have investigated are associated with death and you know the the lesser nice parts of life right mm -hmm. so i can understand why so many of them smell sulfurous and gross um I should also say that although the majority of information that I found uh, on on chupacabras are in the Americas, I've also seen uh, or or heard I have not uh, met a chupacabra, although I am very excited. We're to about today, to um, that eyewitness sightings have um, been reported as far as north as Maine, as far mm -hmm. south as. Uh, Chile and even outside the Americas in countries like Russia and the Philippines like it, it has kind of branched out I don't know in popularity or sometimes we talk about monsters have resonances all over the world um but yeah, yeah I mean, they're popping I, up all over the place 
I was reading of a, a version, it, not exactly like Chupacabra, but it sounded quite similar that the Philippines have their own blood sucking monster like that called the Sigbin. Mm. They, and it, kind of in a similar thing where they come out at night and they suck the blood of their victims coming out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, this one resembles a hornless goat. Oh, but has very large ears that it can <laughs> clap like hands and wow. has a very long, flexible tail like a whip. Huh. And what I thought was super cool and this, for whatever reason, is always such a creepy visual. And I love it so much when we find a monster that does this. It walks backwards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it too, the Sigbin, also has a very strong, nauseating odor. So I think perhaps the segment is like a Philippine cousin of our chupacabra. Nice. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Champ to Nessie. Yeah. We had that episode. Um, Yeah, I've definitely found a a lot of like a connection to vampires. I know that we haven't done Mm -hmm. that episode because I'm working up to it uh, because it's a biggie. I Um, think that should be like our, our, 20th episode or like yeah it's gotta be a milestone it's a big milestone yeah um but the chupacabras have a vampire quality both in the blood that they suck from goats uh which Mm -hmm. is really how we can talk about this again a little bit as well but like the origin of discovering chupacabras was often there was people who would discover like whoa 50 goats are dead here and they all have these little dots and they looked like they have had the blood sucked out of them yeah and most then- of them I, I read about would have either two or three puncture marks in mm-hmm. either the chest or on the neck which is very vampirific there was um the first one that i found of that is in 1975 i think is the earliest there's a series of livestock killings in the small town of mocha and they were attributed to el vampiro de mocha like the vampire of mocha but as i think that lore evolved it kind of became reverse associated with chupacabra um the more the the one that it really took like where the the understanding of the chupacabra took legs i think it was in 1995 um and there was like a a pretty famous sighting i don't know if you can speak to the details of that imagine a little yeah bit. so apparently the the first sighting that people were like yes absolutely this was chupacabras was in march of 95 there were eight sheep that were found dead in puerto rico mm. and they all had three puncture wounds in their chest and were completely drained of blood so the, like mm-hmm. that goes back to that you know that vampire thing that we were talking about and then a few months later in august a woman named madeline tolatino saw the chupacabra in the town of Canovanas. Mm-hmm. And there were 150 farm animals and pets that had all been killed. Wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, just like within that really short span of time is uh, it was basically like terrorizing Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And I think as soon as you have rumors like that, that get out, it's all that anyone talks about, right? Like the, yes. the, the chupacabra that- lore, the folklore of it spread very quickly. Yes. And that Um, is actually where kind of where the name Chupacabra came from. I was reading that when those attacks were happening, of course, like you said, that's all anybody could talk about, especially in Puerto Rico. There was um, a comedian and a radio personality whose name is Silverio Perez. Mm. He was the one who actually came up with the name Chupacabra. Oh, that's funny yeah. that sometimes the people label it, like figuring out where the label comes from. Well, I think it's like monster. not dissimilar. Well, you know, like um, 
But luckily, we have not really lived in the age of famous serial killers. But you know how, like, it was the press who well, deemed <laughs> Son of Sam, and yes. you know, you know what the I mean. Seventies like, was the big heyday for that, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I, so but I think that that's like a very similar kind of thing. That mm-hmm. like, uh, of course, this this is what's in the press, and that's all anybody is talking about. So it would make sense actually that somebody who is a radio personality, he's there talking about current events all the time. Of course, he would probably be the one. To, to come up with the name of what this creature is. Because like you said, it's it's interesting that chupacabras, it seems, have only been around for about 30 years or so. Yeah, I was kind of shocked, honestly. I, I thought it was a longer history. And yeah, amazing, in my mind, I was like, oh, like of course chupacabras have been part of our collective consciousness for forever. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, it, it's a testament to how interesting I think they are and how, uh, how much they have to offer as a monster. Um, <laughs> here's a nice way of thinking about it. Now, we know this not to be true because there are in fact ch- chupacabras and we are going to meet one uh, later on this episode. But I now, is it like chupacabras to... with an S or is chupacabra both the individual and the plural? Well, I think it's the chupacabra, but I don't think, I mean, we'll have to ask our guests. We'll have to ask. But I, I, think that ch- if the, I think the plural of chupacabra is chupacabras. Okay, because I couldn't find. But people say like El a Chupacabra. definitive. That's just the chupacabra. Shoot, yeah, we'll yeah. have to ask him. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. Um, but especially with cryptids and, and things that are more modern, uh, I like to think of the conspiracy theories and and talk about some of the ones that are floating around there and and how they evolved into the the evolution of what we think this monster could be. Um, one of the common conspiracy theories around the chupacabra is uh, that they are sick coyotes. So there is a very specific um, condition that they can get called the sarcoptes scabii um, that really kind of mutates the outer look of the coyote. And I've seen a couple images of them, especially if you were to stumble upon this thing at night. I mean, obviously it's also very sad for the coyote. It makes me sad, but like it, it does look quite scary. And um, I, it's not surprising to think that if something crazy happened, you would blame that thing that you would see. Uh, it also reminds me of, in a less scary way, do you know about koi wolves, Madrin? I do. Yeah, so koi wolves are like those that, that mutation between, uh, or crossbreeding, basically, of wild coyotes and wolves and sometimes mm-hmm. rabid dogs. And so you get this kind of Yeah, I was going to say, often, actually, you'll, you'll find that it's more common to have koi dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's some even, I think, in New York and into Ontario like that. They're not very far from us, this kind of hybrid uh, animal. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's why I know about them. There yeah. are koi dogs. Um, there's a, a native reserve just outside of Wallaceburg, Ontario, that mm-hmm. has them. Like, and it's 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 very well known. Of like, don't go out at night wandering around by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Make sure that you're, you know, on the marked streets and that there's lots of light. And yeah, because they're they're just. But it occurred to me that like it could be that not just coyotes, but maybe like koi wolves or one of these kind of crossbreeds of, of, you know, wolf dog uh, could get this disease and again, be a larger, more menacing presence. Well, maybe Um, that's like the excuse to talk about koi wolves. Maybe that's why chupacabras have managed to escape our collective consciousness up until just in the last 30 years ago or, Mm -hmm. or so. Like maybe they were hanging out with koi dogs oh yeah 
And people were like, oh, that's just the koi dogs. Stay away from them. But like there were yeah. actually, you know, maybe this there was a chupacabra to, or two in there, you know. This brings me to conspiracy number two, which is uh, one of the more exciting ones, which is that some people believe that this creature is the left behind pet of visitors from outer space. <gasps> and hence their uncanny resemblance to the space aliens known as greys. Because they have, in many depictions, that classic gray alien head. Oh, that like scale. Oh, I thought you meant scaly. like the scaly skin kind well, of scaly leathery. skin, but like the almost, um, uh, not quite Oh, oval, like that like inverted kind top. of teardrop yes. shape. Yes, exactly. Almost oh. like a guitar pick. The head of the chupacabra sometimes looks like space aliens in the depiction and so some people think that the chupacabra being a little bit more modern could be uh, a, a monster that was dropped here during a visitation from extraterrestrials um and i think so that not is a very cool theory not a friendly et but a, a no. livestock eating et yeah and i don't know if they forgot them or they're just like this is their like daycare or maybe Earth. maybe they're like they've been banished here they were the maybe. they were like the bad aliens that nobody <laughs> wanted and so they were like we'll just go to that backwater earth planet and we're just gonna banish them there yeah know? we'll put them on that abla- abandoned planet called earth there's no intelligent life there nobody <laughs> yeah. nobody worthwhile lives there well i mean you know it's uh, a bunch of watery fairness, things in fairness to the to the aliens, we have not developed like interplanetary space travel yet. So Very true. I mean, they probably think of us the same way that we think about insects and like fish. Or f- fit. I don't want to be a fish. Gross. Well, from an alien perspective, you could just be a fish. Ugh. The last <laughs> conspiracy theory I have, although I think the second one was my favorite, is the last one is that. Um, one veterinarian in South America believes that the chupacabra is a genetically modified vampire bat, that it could have oh. been like a lab experiment vampire bat. And that's why they kind of hunt in the same way as a vampire, but they have this kind of, I mean, they f- would fly, but so that would be different, but kind of like leathery, dark, uh, gray, brown skin, um, which I thought was interesting too. Oh, well, actually that kind of sounds like, because when you were saying that, I thought, yeah, but chupacabras don't have wings, but then going back to what I was saying about their similar cousin in the Philippines, the Sigbin, they're supposed to have those very large ears that oh, they yeah, can that makes sense. clap like that. Maybe, oh, this is where all this mutation comes from. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting because it's, again, with the modern monster, like I think the prevailing imagery is the one that I talked about at the beginning of it being kind of I still think like dog, I guess it's this hybrid of dog lizards and aliens, but um, like kangaroo body, but it has all these other features depending on which conspiracy you're, you're buying into or which um, case study that, that people have reported. So uh, I can't wait to find out what our chupacabra today looks like as well. Um, and maybe, maybe there's a variety, but we can get some clarity on that for sure. Uh, this is my last piece of detail that I have for history. And it really just kind of like made me laugh. So I think it's worth sharing. Um, I found likes and dislikes of Chupacabra. So <laughs> the things the things that it likes is goats, chickens, cows, horses, dogs, cats, ducks, and travel. It's travel? Like all animals and travel. They like to travel. I guess they like to travel the globe. Chupacabras. What? And they're just like anyone know that they like to try. I mean, I, I suppose we know we have that seen... they traveled all over the world. Yeah. I mean, I you know, we, yeah. Like we hear reports that they're all over Latin America. They're all they over like, the Caribbean. Look, they come they up to, to the States. They went to Russia. 
you know, they went to yeah. uh, the Philippines. Maybe the Philippines. It's who hard knows? to get in and out of Russia without a reason, you know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like other places in the world, it pops up and you think, what what business does a chupacabra have there? They're just on vacation. I would wonder about that as well. Too. Like, I suppose Russia does have a fair amount of livestock, but just in my mind, like chupacabras, like warm, mm-hmm. more kind of, you know, tropical places. Russia is cold. Mm-hmm. There's a, they have so much snow. Well, not all, not all year so warm in the summer okay well it's not like okay but it's not anyway, like argentina warm so those are the likes of the chupacabra <laughs> hey, likes it's a, a bunch travel. of it's a bunch of animals and travel and the dislikes is bright shining lights sure. um which is a classic uh, the kind of alien trope too which again feeds into my my thought that this is conspiracy of it being the left behind pet of alien visitors uh might hold some water um anything well else really i mean are have there been any any monsters that we've interviewed who are like, yes, I love bright, sunshiny light. I think most of them are are into darkness. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's yeah. kind of a monster quality, isn't it? That, that well, I mean, not all, all monsters want to disappear in the shadows. Maybe some monsters uh, like being out there to be seen. Or maybe they would like to, if given the opportunity. But, but not these ones. They don't like it. It's their dislike. <laughs> no, uh, Chupacabas do not like the light. They prefer yeah. the dark. Anything else you'd like to share on the history of Madrin? I've got some more pop culture, but we're going to take a little bit of a break before that. No, I believe that we have exhausted all of the origins of our chupacabra. Wonderful. It's the it's the quality of being a modern monster. Is It's a short, quick burst of history before we dig into pop culture. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back soon. Well, Madrin, we have returned for the pop culture segment of Monstrology. Um, I'm not going full cozy today, just coming in with a slightly different energy. Um, <laughs> there's a few different movies. I- I've learned that this is generally kind of an episodic monster. Like, I don't know if it holds a full uh, series generally, but it seems to pop up in different um, television series or stories. Um, but the movie you just I... let me know when I can talk about X Files. Okay. Oh, I want to talk about X Files too, so we can both talk about it. I watched the episode <laughs> that is Chupacabra. But uh, I'm just going to start by saying I found this piece of information that kind of led me down a rabbit hole uh, that I think is all going to be Chupacabra related. There was um, an American author and investigator called Benjamin Radford. He wrote a 2011 book called Tracking the Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. And he was digging through like all the Chupacabra information and traced the physical description of the monster to a single event in the second week of August in 1995, which is when we talk about that big boom of the Chupacabra existing. And uh, an eyewitness named Madeline Tolentino um, described the Chupacabra, which in that ran in a Puerto Rican newspaper. And um yeah, creature, I mean, like she was the woman that I was talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. before. Yeah. So the, the creature, Radford noticed, shared a strong resemblance to the alien-human hybrid in the sci-fi thriller from 1995 called Species. And when he spoke to Tolentino, he asked her if the thing that she saw could have been inspired by the film. And she said, yes, I, had, I saw that movie weeks before. 
making the description of the chupacabra. So it was like fresh in her mind two weeks before this, she saw the chupacabra that she had seen Species. So I watched this movie called Species. Have, have you seen it? It's like a sci-fi film from 1995. It seems to me very Stranger Things, which uh, I think is coming out by the time very this soon. episode by the time this episode releases mm -hmm. i think the new uh season of stranger things is gonna be out which i am very excited about because i am a big fan um but there uh, it's a sci-fi thriller and basically the premise is that um they're doing experiments um on this kind of like it's almost like an alien like fungus or something and it's it, it they've they've re purposed this like alien something and their shady government facility into like and it grows very quickly in human form so it's like a child and they've tried it many times and it keeps failing and they just burn it with fire you know whenever it fails and it's like ben kingsley plays this shady government guy um there's a bunch of actors in it like i was shocked by how kind of high profile this movie was because it's a bit um b movie i think maybe Campy? it just didn't yeah. live up yeah but it's got like Alfred Molina in it, Michael Madsen, mm -hmm. Forrest Whitaker, uh, Michelle Williams plays the young version of this kind of uh, girl that they try to kill with fire, but it like breaks out. Like Dawson's then... Creek, Michelle Williams, not Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I think of Michelle Williams from Venom and other things. Okay, um, yeah, well, that's a little more recent than Dawson's Creek. I think of her as being like from Manchester by the Sea. She's done all sorts of other things. I guess she was Marilyn Monroe, right? In uh, My Week with Marilyn. Oh, yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, she's in it. There's a bunch of these, these actors, and it's all this kind of um, girl on the run, but the girl is also very much a evolving uh, alien, and it it... it like goes through different stages so at first it's young then it cocoons then it ages into an adult and it faced a lot of criticism because the adult version of the alien was like frequently kind of like half naked because the logic was like it isn't a human being it doesn't abide by the same rules but it has a little bit of like sexploitation in that way it feels a bit like i mean of the 90s maybe or whatever um but the creature design, uh, especially actually, I think in the middle, when it's not fully fleshed out, it seems very chupacabra-y. Like it's this kind of um, brown, goopy thing. It goes through kind of like a tentacle phase. Um, there's a really great kill. I know that this was really a creature feature thing that we were talking about for great kills. Oh, but yeah, where yeah. like a guy gets kind of like handsy uh, with this full like adult version of the alien and she kisses him and her like monster tongue just breaks through the back of his head and leaves him dead. But like the Ooh, guy is very like a scumbag. Like, uh, xenomorphy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. it is. It's like, it, there's definitely some of that like, uh, penetrative monster business. I love it when the monster, or like when the bad guy, the per the person who is the bad human, gets his comeuppance yeah. monster style. Yeah. yeah, that's actually kind of similar to. I found a movie called Chupacabra Dark Seas, oh, and I've... a very similar thing where um the main cast is John Reese Davies and Giancarlo Esposito, who are both mm -hmm. fantastic actors. But again, this is kind of a like B campy movie. Mm -hmm. And the premise is that 
um, Giancarlo Esposito is a cryptozoologist who has managed to capture the chupacabra. Okay. And he smuggles it on board a cruise ship of which John Reese Davies is the captain um, and manages to, you know, store it in the cargo hold. But of course there are crew members who take their break in the cargo hold and they see this like, oh, you know, this very interesting thing. And they end up letting the chupacabra loose, which then of course runs amok and ends up killing all of the guests on the cruise ship. Um, and then they they bring in Navy SEALs to help try to capture the Chupacabra. Um, but then, of course, Giancarlo Esposito thinks that the Chupacabra is worth far more alive than dead and be damned if he's killing all those people on the ship. Who, uh, who cares? Right. So he actually like thwarts what the Navy SEALs are doing to try to catch the Chupacabra. Mm. Um, and then, of course, ultimately Giancarlo Esposito is killed by the the chupacabra and he gets his comeuppance and uh all of our our heroes manage to escape and they (laughs) by blowing up the ship Mm -hmm. with the chupacabra inside it and uh so i think there are only like three survivors at the end they watch as the cruise ship sinks yes it's very satisfying there's um two other chupacabra movies that i think uh, i i do not see but i i uh, think i will recommend the first uh is scooby-doo and the monster of mexico and i was just ah, like pulling up the, uh, look i love scooby-doo long long time fan of scooby-doo i have somewhere i think it's in storage a full um box set of old scooby-doo that's in the shape of a mystery machine Ooh. um i'm a big fan uh but the the chupacabra design in this movie is kind of more like a bear it looks kind of bear like with green eyes which is interesting i guess it would fall in the more like dog like kangaroo like category um and the last is a movie that i didn't uh uh watch but i i often go on to letterbox to those who are listening we've got a official like monstrology letterbox list of all the movies we've ever talked about and i look up uh, what's on there and i found um a, a movie called goat sucker from uh, 2009, it seems to be one of the uh, better kind of indie horror films um, that people seem to be enjoying. There's a bunch of TV too. And the very mm-hmm. first thing I thought about before I went on my weird deep dive into species and the origin of this image of the chupacabra that may or may not have influenced that woman in 1985, the very first thing I thought about was Mike Tyson Mysteries. <laughs> have you ever seen this show, Patrick? I have not. So there's, I think, four or five seasons of it. It's basically Scooby-Doo, but with Mike Tyson. It is voiced by Mike Tyson. He voices it himself. It was on I think Adult Swim, uh, the late great Norm Macdonald was in it too. He played like an alcoholic pigeon who was like a talking pigeon. Um, who else? Um, the writer, now I can't remember his name, who plays the Dean on Community, uh, plays a ghost, like an oh, old-timey um, ghost. Um, yeah, he's funny. He's and actually a really great writer. Yeah, he's very funny. I think he was, I don't think he was originally in the cast of Community, they were just having difficulty figuring out who would be the Dean. Cause I've even, I've read the pilot for community and it's like oh. not the same type of character. I think they just went with him cause they're like, he gets it. He's funny. Let's use him. Um, I just want to find his name because I like that actor. Jim Rash is his name. Jim Rash. Shout yes, out Jim Rash. Issue. Anyway. So in, in the pilot episode of Mike Tyson mysteries, they get a mystery um, from Cormac McCarthy, author Cormac McCarthy at his like ranch. And they start looking into it more and more. And then it's revealed that it's the Chupacabra. And then eventually you realize that like 
Carmichael McCarthy is a chupacabra. They take a lot of pretty, pretty big swings on this show. And I think it's like rides off on an eagle or something at the end of the episode. They're pretty whimsical. But they basically use this Scooby-Doo structure with like this weird combination of characters and um, Mike Tyson being Mike Tyson. It's very funny. Um, so that was the very first thing I thought of. And I recommend Mike Tyson Mysteries to those who don't know it because it features a chupacabra. Um, it pops up in South Park, although I have not seen that episode. Well, um, that episode is quite anti-Semitic. Yes, I think it's just like Cartman is anti-Semitic and then they, what is it, the, like they call it like the Jupacabra, is that correct? Yeah, like the premise is that this this Jewish monster is killing Christian children on Easter. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Is this, it, this the Eric Cartman point of view, which is not yeah. the point of view of this podcast. Anyway, Oops. it exists. So those who watch South Park and remember it's that episode, there. it's yeah. there whether we like it or not. Um we were talking on the breaks, sorry everyone, about Pokemon, and I don't think there's a Chupacabra Pokemon, but there is a Chupacabra Magic the Gathering card um, that you can look up called Ravenous Chupacabra that was released in January 2018, and it does in fact look like a Ravenous Chupacabra. It's more of a dog form um, than some of the other forms that we've been talking about. What are its powers? I think it's a dark type. I'm pretty sure it wipes out like one of your enemies upon, like it's kind of tanky, like it's strong. And I think mm. when you play the card, you get to take out another card. Like you remove one of your enemies from across you. And I think people were saying that it's a great card if you have one of those decks where you can bring characters back, like from your discard pile, because it's really strong and it keeps knocking out other opponents like it has kind of a utility as a card so if people play magic it could be useful um this is the time where i get to talk about x-files yeah let's talk about the x-files because i also watched uh, this episode just for the podcast and i liked it quite a lot but i'll let you uh take the lead oh well it's interesting that you liked it quite a lot because i remember when i first watched it i was actually well, kind sorry. of <laughs> let i just want to put one disclaimer on that since say i liked it a lot i think it is a little problematic this episode in the way that it is it is a bit dated and like a little simplistic but sorry carry on yeah okay i mean it, it's it's dated in that it's like a 25 year old episode that has mm -hmm. some kind of like stereotypical racial profiling and things like mm -hmm. that but actually to my memory when i first watched that episode i was disappointed by it because it starts out with the premise of like people are being killed by a chupacabra mm -hmm. and then it turns out that no that actually has no nothing at all to do with it and i also in in looking back on it it's it's quite uneven like the episode is called el mundo gira mm -hmm. which means uh, the world turns in spanish so they were trying to play it up in a very like telenovela uh, soap opera e way because the main premise of it is that the the first victim of the quote-unquote chupacabra is this woman um who was in a love triangle with two brothers mm -hmm. and so they were trying to play up that like oh isn't that very soapy and that kind of thing right uh, and um, so the one brother goes on the run because, oh, ultimately it turns out that he's the one who was responsible for her death. But very quickly, Scully figures out that actually it's not in any way a face or like a blood sucking monster. It's that this guy is infected with this very mutated version of athlete's foot. Mm. Well, I, I, <laughs> it's very, I watched like, it. weird and gross. So every it's like some sort of like alien protein they say that interacts with different fungus in a way so um 
all of the bodies that have been killed by a chupacabra have this kind of like almost like the movie Annihilation, like a, a mutation turned into a fungus, turned into a plant. So they're covered in this kind of like plant matter, alien. Plant yeah, matter. like by the end of the episode, the guy, the original carrier is all like deformed from the fungus. And, yeah. you know, he's very, he doesn't really look human anymore. There's, but I don't know, like it was very, you know, kind of. I, well, I kind of liked the image of it. So maybe that's why I did enjoy it because, and I think actually it hit a couple tropes for the chupacabra in terms of the, um, the like way the dead bodies looked, a lot of them uh, had been attacked by the mouth. Like it seemed like a lot of the dead bodies that were found. Yeah, like the had... first woman who was dead had half of her face and it's always off. around yeah. the mouth. Like there's so many in a supermarket too, and they have like their face devoured, yeah. kind of like not at the neck, but I guess vampire style. It looks like that's how the chupacabra kills. Yeah. And many of the chupacabras have this kind of like scary, um, I don't know how their jaw works, but like an untraditional mouth, like a very like teethy uh, stare. Um, there's a couple of things that they add in that I don't know work. Like for whatever reason, they have like yellow rain and like that's before yeah. the chupacabra strikes. There's a bright light, but it also feeds into um, what we were talking about is one of these conspiracy theories is they very clearly show a bunch of um, greys, like those types of aliens in this episode walking over a hill. And it's right. implied that these aliens uh, have left like the kind of chupacabra disease basically on the planet and it's being spread. And there's this kind of like heavy handed allegory of like illegal aliens versus aliens and then the, the two brothers are left to wander the world unseen yeah because like Mulder previously. and Scully team up with an INS agent because yeah. of course of course these people are undocumented Mexican immigrants <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. kind of like it's a bit clunky for me it, yeah. I think it was like it half works like it like I could see what they're doing I just think it doesn't quite it also might just be a sign of it's been a little while since the X-Files were on tv um in terms of our knowledge of the way we tell stories now um but i liked the dead bodies and i just liked the tie-in to alien i like dead bodies uh well i like the sorry the design of them i liked the what they did with the discoveries no no i heard what you said i like dead bodies um <laughs> there's uh one last tv show that i found i hadn't watched this in a billion years uh in the jackie chan adventures speaking of tv shows that may have made a whole wow these know. are like some um, deep cut animated celebrity series there's um the curse of el chupacabra uh jackie chan's friend el toro gets scratched gets scratched and infected by a chupacabra causing him to transform into another chupacabra every night much like a werewolf um so this idea well that's a different take on chupacabras yeah, that, that it's like a scratch I do well, no, but and also that it's like, oh, you transform into it every night in werewolf style. There has, I think that plays into the Mike Tyson one too. The chupacabras usually hunt at night. Like they, they mm -hmm. appear in the fields and they take your livestock in the middle of the night and you wake up and they've all been drained of blood. Um, so maybe that's the tie-in to the, the werewolfy, vampire-y stuff is that it's not, I don't see really a lot of chupacabra evidence at 3 p.m. Uh, tea time in the afternoon. Well, again, though, I think like many of our, our creatures that we have investigated, nobody really likes doing stuff at high noon. Mm -hmm. That's true. You know, why, yeah. why, when you yeah. could just do it in the cover of night? Yeah, unless people ask questions. Um, it's cooler, it's, you know, you exert less effort. Though that like the chupacabra is human-like enough 
that it has uh, it could have human-like intelligence or um it's like a human-like creature it's bipedal it walks among us it, it devours like it has things that are not human quality but some of our monsters are a bit more humanoid and i think sometimes the allegory of that is just that we like that we're not alone like we've got these weird things that are like us but not like us and in this case because there's kind of alien tie-ins i think people gravitate to the chupacabra because it's like well it's just a cool design but it it's fun to believe like it's 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 fun to believe that there could be a chupacabra in the fields because we recognize it as something that is not super hard to imagine if that makes sense it's it's uh, it plays in like a very grounded sense of our imagination uh, largely also because it's real, um, which yes. I should say. And uh, <laughs> we are going to be joined uh, by a chupacabra. Um, I don't know how our intern sorted this out. I'll have to uh, get some more details on, on the break and check their status as well. We've got uh, Pasqualito um, ready to meet us. Uh, Imagine, is there anything else you'd like to add for pop culture before we take a little break? Well, I had actually completely forgotten about this, but I was actually really into this song when it first came out. Um, uh, in 97, mm -hmm. Imani Coppola released an album called Chupacabra. Oh. And yeah, and the first song off of it was called Legend of a Cowgirl. If you haven't, the video for it is really fun. I, I love it. So like, Does it feature um, a Chupacabra? No. And actually, well, you know, that's, that's how I... The that's a lot of my, you know, when I see something that has the monster in the title and the monster doesn't appear, that's, that's, that's no good for me. Well, I, I recommend going to YouTube and looking up the video for Legend of a Cowgirl because I'd forgotten how much fun it is. In, in the video, she's playing a bored diner waitress and she starts uh, imagining herself in far more exciting scenarios just based off of the things that are there in the diner. So in the first verse, she's this like, mad max kind of badass biker going uh -huh. through the desert and then in the second verse she's this like alien queen in this really cool uh like full lycra or not like uh like leather cat suit mm -hmm. with these silver men that dance around behind her and then in the third one she's this like very diana ross diva-esque huh famous singer it's a really great video Quite but anyways, a, a journey of costuming i know very much very much but so the album itself is called chupacabra and then what's really funny is that i was reading about this when the album first came out Manny coppola thought that chupacabras or that it meant alien and when well, she started doing press for the album and people were like why would you name it after this mythological goat sucking beast and she was like it's a who with a what now <laughs> so, uh, so, so she was really, actually yeah. really like after the album came out she was really disappointed to find out that she thought she was naming her album after an alien and it was actually this goat sucking monster that's funny <laughs> well i guess she's she's in the team uh, of belief of conspiracy yes. number two that it's an Definitely. alien pet left behind um to be discovered or Definitely. to be banished um well that's great this was exciting and i've had that song stuck in my head all afternoon actually ever since i like do you feel good the about video. it i do it's a it's a bop you should look it up it's <laughs> I will. uh we're gonna take a bit of a break and we get back we're gonna be joined by pascalito okay so i am very excited that we are being joined right now by Pascalito. How are you doing today? Oh, hello. I am very good. Thank you. It's so nice to meet you. Oh, it's so nice to meet you too. Um, 
Where are you coming from? Where where in the world are you right now? Uh, well, exact GPS locations I'm not able to give you. Because well, that's okay. No, we, we don't want to, you know, we don't anyone finding you necessarily. Yeah, no. I just like to know ah, where okay. approximately. If, yeah, Do you name we, the country? We don't like paparazzi. I mean, Scarborough. Scarborough. Oh. Yeah. I'm oh. third, third generation Scarborian uh, from Puerto Rico originally. That's why I don't have an oh, accent. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so Scarborough, what made you, uh, did you grow up there? Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, it was a long time ago when we arrived. Yes. So, um, like I said, third generation. So my, my father and my grandmother, and we, we all, I, I don't remember. I remember just being in the basement. It was dark, it was cold, and there was a lot of goat blood. And are you all, oh. uh, this sounds like a stupid question, but are you all chupacabras? Yes, yes, all chupacabras. Wow, imagine, there's so many, just in this family alone, there's so many chupacabras in Scarborough. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think that, that that actually will help us segue into that burning question we had earlier. Is, yeah. is the plural of chupacabras chupacabras with an S, or is it also the singular okay. and plural to just say chupacabra? So this is a bit like of a- moose like miss this is a bit of a sticking point and, and and a big argument around the table when we get together for you know new year's eve and and, mm -hmm. and christmases we celebrate christmas oh, um cool. i have 72 brothers and sisters oh wow uh, they're from all over the place i only know five of them still the others not sure if they're alive one oh. moved to siberia and uh mm -hmm. some others are, are still in the caribbean oh. caribbean did they so, go on vacation no, no, they just leave. Oh, <laughs> so, so one day they're there, the next day they're gone. You know, uh, mm -hmm. but the, the ones in the in in uh, Central Europe, uh, I, I think you call it Russia. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yes. yep, yep. So we call we remember the name Siberia because we are very sure. long lived, very long lived mm -hmm. species. We have been hiding for a very long time, living with you uh, and and other versions of you. Um, now, are you able to connect with think, your? neighbors in Scarborough? Does anyone know you're there or are you kind of a mysterious house on the block? Well, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, it like sort of the Adams family. You have this show. Oh, okay. oh yes. yes. Mm -hmm. We I love that love show. That. Me too. It's my favorite. The, the Chupacabras family. <laughs> yes, we are super <laughs> we're a Chupacabras family. And we have cousins. I mean they live in other houses. We are, this is a little known fact, more populous than the raccoons in Toronto. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you guys you are, are you very must be stealthy. very good at keeping hidden because I, I, every year a family of raccoons moves in under my deck and I know that they are there. There are a good five of them all the oh, time. Yeah. I've never seen a chupacabra. Deck. They hide under the deck because they know we're coming for them. Oh, I was gonna say there's oh, not a lot of goats in Scarborough. No, there's no goats. Lots of raccoons though. So mm. do you do a little bit of raccoon sucking? Yeah, well, we've had to, you know, uh, diversify our portfolio as uh -huh. it is, as it were. Yeah. And so raccoons, r rats, not so much. Mm. No me gustan, I don't like. Uh, but uh, canaries, house cats, hmm. chickens. Some people have backyard I, chickens. I did know about the backyard chickens. I didn't think canaries were very prolific in the GTA. 
Oh, only when they escape and they are. Oh, I so so pets, uh, people's pets. Yeah, pets. <laughs> okay, okay. Pets. All the more reason to keep my cat inside. I think maybe I didn't answer one question, but I, I forget what it was. Oh, it, it what is the plural of chupacabra? Oh, so this is a big problem. Yes, <laughs> it's right. And you talk about it at sense. Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Chupacabras. It means so there is sucker an of goats. Yes, uh -huh. yes. Chupacabra is sing. It's, it means he sucked a goat. Mm -hmm. it's it's an insult in in some countries i realize oh. i realize that you know just given the name of our species that there are a lot of jokes that are going to be about sucking mm -hmm. and so but i'm trying to keep it clean that's okay you Wait, you oh, don't I have to well. on this program you can oh. uh, say whatever you like oh that's fucking fantastic yeah <laughs> Great. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, you know, it often comes up that that uh, by the end of the segment, our guests go, oh, was I allowed to swear? And it just so happens that Matra and I don't swear at each other very often as we don't have the need. Um, this doesn't come up. Uh, but uh, please uh, exercise your right oh, to, uh, that's to language. That's, that's very liberating, you know, because my father is very strict and we don't swear at home. Mm -hmm. we, we don't. Well, it's well, it's interesting that yeah, that you bring up your family. You said that you have, uh, didn't you say you had something like 70 something? 72. Brothers and 72 brothers 72 and sisters. 72 and a half if you count Carolita, but she was so small. Uh, oh, she was small. Know. She wasn't uh, slain in half. No, no, she was teeny tiny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, right. Well, like I used to refer, I used to say that I had two and a half cats because my cat Wampa was just so big. He counted uh, like it's more like a cat sizes. and a half, right? Yeah. Sounds delicious. Uh, well, that? unfortunately, Wampa has left this earthly plane. Oh, so I'm sorry to hear that. Not yeah. so delicious well, anymore. Yeah, probably, probably um, not. No, yeah, but I was going to say, I was going to say, it sounds like you know, with having 72 brothers and sisters, and you, you have so many cousins, and it seems, and you said you're a third generation. We really have only had heard of chupacabras in our collective consciousness for probably the last thirty-ish years or so. Oh, How I, is it that you managed to stay so good at, at keeping out of our our radar? Misidentification. Oh. Did they mix you up with the koi wolves? With the koi wolves, they're new too. They're even oh, newer. That's true. Yeah, they're, 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 they're a lot newer because uh, they, they they bred with the gray wolves in Algonquin Park and 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 became wolves or rabbit dogs too there's oh. that um we we often are confused for things like small bears or uh coyotes with mange mm -hmm. oh Hair yeah hairless was, raccoons Once, i was gonna say you are kind of falling raccoons. into for, for our listeners who can't get a good sense yes. of uh, pascalito's uh physical form i just want to highlight a couple things so we're definitely seeing some claws here and some some bright red eyes yes. i would say in our in our categorized general categorizations that you're a little bit more dog-like than let's say bear-like Although your skin is a little bit uh, it's, it's gray and scaly, yes. Yeah. Well, the scales are for keeping away the mosquitoes. Ah, and, and I wish because, I had some of those. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. it can be arranged. Oh. Um, we oh, we have what's what's your GPS look? I'm just kidding. No, um, I, I have to say, um, oh, I I made a general rule very very early on on this show as um, I. I'm not making any claims about you uh, in relation to my safety, but many um, of our guests uh, are, are very hungry 
And given the opportunity, mm. I would uh, make a very convenient meal. And so out of um, uh, personal safety and the interest of continuing the podcast, yes. uh, we have been uh, advised to do this remotely. Ah. Speaking of which, I, I did send um, our, our correspondent, uh, Stefan, um, to go um, get you set up with all of their technical, uh, all of the, the technical equipment. Uh, how are they doing over there? Stefan is great. He's playing uh -huh. with the children out back. Oh, yes. oh. And the how, do the, how do the little chippies play? Uh, well, they, they jump, you know, okay. through hoops, hula hoops. Stefan is holding the, the, that's how you pronounce his name. He hasn't said Stephane. much. Stefan, yeah. he hasn't said much in a few hours, but okay. he's, he's alive. He's still holding the hoop up? It's... Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, so that's, yes, he is. That's something. Are they so he seems, he seems to be enjoying himself. Are the, are the chupacabras teething? I wouldn't go that far. They teething? Oh. Yeah, well, that's why they chew on the hoop. Ah, uh, the hoop. Okay, well, yeah. that's good. Oh, yeah, better we don't, the hoop than Stefan. We don't have yeah. a taste for human blood. I will tell you why oh. this. Because uh, of all the preservatives in your food, this is why raccoons, same thing. The raccoon, they just, they eat and eat and eat all this human junk food. And mm -hmm. so it's like, it's like sucking a fruit roll up. So oh. yeah, my cousin Jose, he got diabetes. Oh in his, no. In his like oh. 175th year. No, from sucking one human. Wow. 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 Yeah, he, well, he kept that... in for three days. That human and probably just, didn't eat very well. No, no. He lots of McDonald's, I think. Oh. Mm. Just mm. like the raccoons. We fight them. We don't eat them. Oh. So what do you eat then? I well, mean, like well, I think Will yeah, had pointed you, out earlier, there really aren't that many goats in, let's say in if you, Scarborough. If you had a goat, Chickens. what do you look for in a goat? Or what do you look for oh. in a meal? What is an ideal oh, kind of meal for you? You know, we don't like the skinnies. Okay. We like the fatties. Mm-hmm. A, a lots of junk in the trunk for the for the goat okay uh, and, and you can always tell because the the, the you can't be fooled by the poofy uh-huh okay by the poofy buttocks no you have to we carry always water uh-huh oh. water oh then you get a good good sense of the rock oh yeah you know? then it's like is Accurate. it a wet rat or is it is it like a, a more chunky board. goat? Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. how thick is that goat? You know. Exactly. How delicious is that rump? Yeah. And, and so we, uh, then we take them down and you know, go for the jugular. Oh. And and I I was listening to 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 what you were talking about earlier, and I wanted to say that uh, uh, the shape of our mouths. I know it's it's kind of snout like, but snouts mm -hmm. are not good for for sucking. Yes. Mm, uh, it's true. It it is. They're good for sniffing. Good for sniffing, good for, you know, moving sticks if you don't have hands, but we have very, very good uh, dexterity in our claws. Okay. And there are four claws. Oh, four. There's, okay. Yes. There's, there's one uh, a little higher up in the forearm. Oh, kind of like the dew claw. Yeah, dew claw, sure. Actually. It's more for gashing open. Oh, okay. Ah. So if you ever had to hide on an icy planet inside of a tonton, you would just... <laughs> <laughs> Now, oh, we were just talking about speaking <laughs> opening of, up speaking of icy oh, planets. Yeah. We, um, uh, you know, this might be a little bit controversial, um, but we were looking at some some origins of the chupacabra okay. and and where chupacabras come from. There was a rumor floating around. Now you can either confirm or deny this that chupacabras may be connected to outer space. In fact, oh. some people said that <laughs> chupacabras could have been the pet 
of space yeah. aliens. Is this just nonsense or is there it's, something there? Okay, so I think, and my father too, it is complete nonsense. Oh. But my uncle Fernando Vasquez, he was a vegan. Uh-huh. He he sucked too many celery sticks, we think, because he believed that he was, how you say, come from, uh, progenerated, you know? Uh, oh, like he, a descendant? Yes! Oh. Like a descendant who descended from the heavens. Oh! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like a of, prophet. Yes, and he would talk a lot of nonsense. Or uh-huh. as my mother would say, he'd talk a lot of chat. Yeah, and 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 he she also said a lot of weird weird things that I can't bring up. But he he uh, he he ended up joining a group of other people who who believed the same things, and you know was Tom thought, Cruise one of those people? Is this, is this, uh, no, that okay. doesn't sound familiar. So we're not going the Scientology route. Oh no um, no no, those idiots. No, yeah. I, I mean it, it's a whole he, different thing. Yes yes no, I'm talking more like therapy. Okay, oh. so like they were be in this group and they would all sit around and tell the stories about how they were taken away Abducted. and oh, had like implants the in their nose and in other anal places. Probing. Yes, yes, the anal. They didn't ask for the anal probes. No, that would involve. Yeah, but some... it, it seems to happen anyway they with were alien con- abduction. Consent-free anal probes. Yeah. Well, I, I, with aliens, it seems to be that way. Well, because that's they just think theme, of us yeah. as fish, you know. Yeah, that's or, what they always say. We're the Why fish, to the or... alien? I don't want to be a fish. Well, it's not about what you want, Matthew. Hey, it's just about what at the least you don't have us. a scales. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We're not yeah. as we're not as fishy. But, as though but I would I, like that, I, I would like that mosquito protection you were talking about oh, earlier. Yes. They really they go to town. Think on about me. it: birds, roses, dogs. Birds. Dogs can get through these. Mm-hmm. Coyotes. So hyenas. very so very tough, very tough skin then. Oh yeah, it's like a rhinoceros. Oh oh wow. Yeah, strong. Very strong. Um, So does that really help if you get into some sort of uh, physical altercation? Into like a fisticuffs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you gotten into a lot of fisticuffs yourself? For sure. They don't last too long, though. One, and it's over. Yeah, that that gutting dewclaw really puts an end to uh, some human... uh, I like that you call it dewclaw. I never called it a dewclaw. Yeah, I think of dogs, I think, have a dewclaw. It's always the hardest part to trim because it doesn't get worn down by concrete. It's just this extra little claw. Theirs is is mostly vestigial. Ours is Mm. very much in use. Practical. Yeah. I think think there were some dinosaurs that had something like that, too. Yeah, Uh, Tyrannosaurus rex. Mm -hmm. Oh. I think so because chickens have it. Now you, oh, you oh, is been... that? Did you fight the chickens? No, we I fought you the Tyrannosaurus saying... Rex. You've been oh, around that long? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I had I you going just, though. I thought we just look. I know. Look, I, I learn a lot during these sessions. I thought we could be learning something about the dinosaurs. Yeah, you sorry, dinosaurs no, that, I wasn't. I'm not that old. No, you don't look that old. Maybe 300 Earth years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. We we don't really keep track the way you do. We we've just we've very much confirmed that you are not in fact some sort of alien pet. But do you have any pets? Are you able to have pets, or do you end up eating them? Well, no, we don't eat a lot of pets. We we do have you know sometimes uh, the, the odd squirrel and mm-hmm. chipmunks. They're very cute mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, they they're very fast. You know, yeah. and so we, we have chipmunk races in the backyards. Okay. Um, always find the big long backyards, like in East York or the beaches. 
-hmm. One time we had a squirrel race, no, chipmunks and squirrels on the, um, oh, what's the place where you play volleyball on the beach, but you get razor blades on your feet? Oh, just like when you're at... I Ashbridge's Bay. Yeah, with the sea glass oh, yeah, and everything okay. there. <laughs> sea glass, which is basically just worn down glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had the chipmunk races there with the squirrels, and that was a lot of fun. They are kind of our pets. Do they do they get little outfits, like little athletes? Oh, just numbers. Numbers. Yeah, okay. we pin numbers to their fur. They don't feed oh. it in the back and the scruff. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I guess so you don't... race them and then you eat them? No, we feed them. Oh. We give them treats. Yeah, oh. these are the pets. These are the ones that live. Oh, I Patrick. see. I see. Yeah. It's yeah. the ones they keep for, for fun. Yeah. Um, and so what do you do to blow off steam? I feel like I, this is always a, an interesting thing for me with monsters because we learn so much about what we stereotypically think about you. But what is something that maybe you do that we would have no idea that a chupacabra, you know, does for fun? Hmm. We, we play cards. Cards. No, oh, okay. Like poker? Uno. Uno. Oh, <laughs> I poker love Uno. Is, poker is, is, is very too easy for us because we all have poker faces. No uh, expressions. Well, except true. for. And oh, you know, no, that don't do that. Oh, right. wow. Yeah, well. That sorry. doesn't tell you just, anything. Um... Hello. Look, yeah, I have okay, a well, <laughs> full house. Look, I definitely don't any, know anything about your cards, but I. Um... Right. Uh, well, it's just really kind of go fish. <laughs> uh -huh. Sorry, it was called back to the fish joke. Um, <laughs> and so uh, um, we do that. We we like to hop fences uh -huh. because of our our hind quarters are so powerful. Uh -huh. Sure. The the highest a chupacabra ever jumped, and oh, now you notice good. you notice the s is missing. This is also an accent thing because there are places where they cut off the s. But oh. it's more of like chupacabra, so it has an apostrophe, mm. but the S should oh, okay. always be there. Okay. So is this an official record? You're saying the highest a chupacabra has ever jumped? Is yes. this like like chupacabra Guinness World Record? Well, the it's official. The official okay. monstrology record of twenty three point yeah, seven five meters vertically. <gasps> wow. Vertical leap. Yes. That is amazing. Did, did you know this person personally? Oh yeah, it was my brother. Oh, wow. Which is one? he like a famous chupacabra athlete? That seems, that's well, remarkable. Yeah, famous, no, notorious. Oh. Infamous. infamous is better because after the jump, he sort of landed on one of the very favorite judge's daughters. Oh. And so, and that was the end of her. Oh. Mm. Yeah, because the bottom of the, the jumping claws, the back hind quarters are also... <laughs> Racer's now is there four, four back there as well? Four on each? Uh, two. Limb. Two oh, on the two. bottom. Yeah. And and uh, there's a third one that you would call the duo, duo, duo Lipa. Oh, the duo Lipa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't <laughs> sing or anything. No, it's, it's just the technical kind of term. That's just uh -huh. the technical term. <laughs> um, well, I believe we are at uh, that time in the show where we go through um, our dying wish. Oh, so, yes. um, now this, this can be something quite simple. It used to be a segment we called pitches, but we have rebranded based off Madrin's request. And it is now with remember my that dying happening. breath. I remember it like Madrin, it was yesterday. I, I was, uh, you know, Stefan, Stefan? Ste yeah, Stefan. Yeah. yeah. yeah he uh, had was, he's okay. Is it, he's still got the hoop? 
¿Cómo está el niño? Yeah. He's okay. Okay. I'll take uh, your word for it. Yeah. It, it's, it's my sister. I, I don't know why she's... No, they don't like that! <laughs> Sorry. He got a dual claw in the forehead. But he's oh. fine. You well, bleed a lot from the forehead. Yeah, it's a pretty bleedy spot. Yeah, it's like um, a curtain. <laughs> a curtain of blood. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the white underneath, you know. Okay. The, his his skull. Oh, is that what you call it? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. We have um, duct he tape. It, he filled up oh, the forms. Oh, okay, right? that's fine. Nitrogen, he filled yeah, up yeah, the forms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's okay. fine. We're we're not liable. It's okay. fine. Great. So, Great. you were yes. Uh, he made us listen to to some of the show. He let us hear some of your show, mm. and I heard oh. Madrin Madrin rename the pitches. Yes, so that's I have, true. I have to second that. I'm sorry, Madrin. Right. It's it's true, and we know that our guess is the defining factor of what in fact that is, is true. I, 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 I remember. Love to have the veto vote. That's my yeah. favorite. Um, so, um, Madrin, do you want to kick us off with with your dying breath? What you would like I do. to to pitch this week? With my dying breath. There, uh, there's a house fire across the street and I can oh, no. hear a cat inside and it's wailing and meowing. And, and so I run in with no regard for my own personal safety. And I go in and I scoop up the cat and I'm just about to make it across the threshold when a beam falls down from the ceiling and crushes me, but the cat manages to leap to safety. And so I am sitting there pinned under this very heavy burning beam. And with my dying breath, I will promote a TV show that I'm actually in. Oh, great. Uh, called oh. your, it's fun. It's called An Unexpected Killer. Cool. Oh my goodness. It's, Is it a yeah. chupacabra? It's unexpected. So you'll have to watch and find out. Oh, yes, I, well. I am. I am in season three, episode nine. Okay. Wait, tell uh, us the name of the show again. It's called An Unexpected Killer. You sure it's not it airs... an Unexpected Chupacabra? It's, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, uh, the, whoever the killer or whatever the killer is. Are is they still unexpected. open? Are they still open to changes? Is is is, is, is or, it locked? Picture locked? It could be a spinoff. Well, my episode is locked, but I'm okay. sure they're open to ideas. Okay. Season three of the Chupacabra Season three, Killer. episode nine. Yeah, the Chupacabra Killer, season three, episode nine. Uh, well, I mean, I don't remember there being Chupacabras oh, in sorry, my episode, but you know, they they don't they film them out of sequence, right? I only filmed my bits. There could be a Chupacabra in scenes that I was not in. Oh, you, you, okay. Who would know? That was a very dramatic buildup. Thank yes. you. I've been working on them. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, your turn, Will. Um, well, with my, with my dying breath, as I have lived a very, 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 very old life, I am going to be a product of modern medicine and just be clinging to life just barely for years. I don't know if I'm 130. I don't know if I'm 140. I don't even know if my bones can be defined as bones anymore. But I am just, just crawling through existence, unwilling to let go, 
because I am going to rewatch a television show called Ozark that I really enjoyed <laughs> in my late 20s, early 30s. Um, so with my dying breath, I'm going to recommend that everybody watch Ozark because it just finished and it was very good. Wow. Wonderful. Yeah. That's very dramatic also. Yes. Uh, and so I have to follow suit. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm not sure how to start. Falling off a very high place, like okay. thousands of meters above sea level. Crumbling wow. down the rocks, Levels. smashing into the crevasses and the over chasms. They shouldn't be chasms there. Hitting another rock and then a stalagmite on the bottom. Stalactite on the ceiling. Stalagmite at the bottom and impaling my chest. And oh. my, my 75 ribs split open and my two hearts finish their beats. Oof, 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 oof. And spit, spew all of the blood that I have sucked over the centuries. All the walls creating paintings of my ancestors. We really should have covered this match. <laughs> and really, no, no, I'm into this. Oh, good. Okay. So, uh, uh, oh, I lost my place. And then with my dying breath, I paint the words with my blood on the ceiling, on the stone wall, thousands of kilometers under the earth. I don't know how I got there. And I... I let tell everyone that if they want to know about more monsters, that they should go to monsteratlas.com, which is where you can learn a little bit about the Chupacabras, my entire family tree, and all of our relatives and friends around the world. Volumes one, two, and three. Wow. Ooh. And this is a uh, book? It's a book. Yeah. Well, well that was a, a link, but it's a book. It's three books right now. Mm. Yeah, uh, volume one is well, you know, about the Americas. That's where you'll find me in volume one. Volume mm -hmm. two and three cover Europe. Well, this well, is both entertaining guys. and informative. Madrin, you know, I'm always looking for um, some factual information. Infotainment. Some infotainment. I've got my monster manual. I've got my go-to websites, but I, I always like an encyclopedias of monster knowledge. So this sounds like right up my alley. Yes, lots of illustrations. Ooh, illustrations. I like production design too. Um, well, I guess really in this case, it's anatomy. You mean right? actual factual pictures of actual monsters. Mm -hmm. Illustrations. I, mm -hmm. I don't yes. know how yeah. to better We're describe. all saying the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Pascalito, we've, we've done our dying breath, but we are now at the very end of the show. And sometimes I just like to offer our guests, if you have any uh, words of wisdom that you would like to offer our listeners, just as a, a parting gift uh, to carry forward, uh, to tide them over for the next two weeks, uh, you have the floor. If anything okay. you would like uh, to share. Well, my, my, my old uncle, uh, Manuel, he had lots of good advice and he always said little things. Um, can I have more than one? Oh uh, yeah. So, sure. He talked like this. Uh-huh. Una chupacabra con guantes no chupa ninguna cabra. Is I'm not exactly sure what it means, but... <laughs> oh, I, we, I wasn't either. <laughs> we always remember it because it's a chupacabras with gloves doesn't suck no goats. <laughs> so oh, it's like... I wonder if it covers up the dew claw, the gloves. If you're wearing mittens, you can't catch no kittens. It's uh -huh. like, uh, don't try to open the door with slippery hands. 
Mm -hmm. The other thing he was fond of saying is don't plunge the toilet with your mouth open. Oh, oh you know what, Matchman? I think these are both words to live by. I wouldn't dare try to open a door with, with slippery hands that I've never once tried to plunge a toilet uh, with my mouth, nor would I. Um, no, no, so he was saying don't do it with your mouth open because there's splashback. I don't yes. think you should do it with your mouth at all. I don't think in any no, circumstance. No, no. Your you mouth do is... You're doing it with you're, a plunger, with, Will, with a plunger, but if you do it like this... it splashes back. Yeah, but... I then know. you have no. bad breath. Well, you would have bad breath in <laughs> and, any of those And salmonella. Yeah. And salmonella poisoning. Well, the... Again, we're all saying the exact same thing, and these have been some great things to uh, bring forward. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'll be following up on, on the wellness of our intern, although my hopes are not super high on um, yeah. this week's episode. You know what? And, At least um, he's going out happy. Yeah, they, they all um, they lived their best life. I the wouldn't life go that fast. They lived a life, uh, the life they chose. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Menstrology. And until then, um, don't die. Just a good, solid, uh, you know, word Don't get by. eaten or sucked to death. Indeed. In the throat. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you yeah. for having me. Should I say thank you for having me? You can say that. Thank you for having me. Okay, I'll keep that in. <laughs> <laughs>